The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Let me tell you about who deserves a shot in the United States. I'm the champion. I ought to know. You know, I've been sizing up guys since I came to the WCW. And I think the one guy that stands out the most, the guy that I think has earned a title shot, El Dandy, I think you're a heck of a wrestler. You're a great technician in the ring, and you're a jam-up guy. Whoa. I don't see any reason. Wait a minute. El Dandy has been wrestling in, in, in the cruiserweight division here. Please. He's a great wrestler. He's a great wrestler, but thank goodness sakes, he's 50 pounds. Who are you to, to, to doubt El Dandy? This guy's a serious professional. Well, let's talk about some serious how about Let's get to psychosis, psychosis, whatever. He's a great wrestler, you know. Hello, and welcome to the Rawcast. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and I'm joined by my co host, Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese. Happy New Year to you, Mo. Uh, Happy New Year, Don. Um, listeners, um, we are in mourning, um, we, well, if you follow, um, a certain superstar on the social medias, they were um, tweeting out their thank yous to a certain Connecticut based wrestling organization and I think she was saying thank you because they let her bestie come across she so I mean she thanked the WWE Universe she thanked Vince McMahon she thanked Triple H and William Regal oh yeah she she went through the whole uh, she went through the whole yeah yeah that's the fish I was like, you know, I was like, so when she pops up at a certain Wrestle Kingdom in about three hours, right? They let, they, 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 and, they, and you know, they let Bailey come over. Oscar's already been over there, um, and that match is gonna be second on the main card, the Kari Sane match. So, whatever involvement she's gonna have, it's gonna be there. But. <sighs> I wouldn't if you're if you're into if you're gonna watch this. I don't know if this episode is gonna make it out before the Wrestle Kingdom actually comes out. But you gotta, as I'm speak to you, Mo. You'll hear this. You gotta watch New Year's Dash on Thursday, too. Though you can't just watch Wrestle Kingdom and be like, oh, okay, I didn't, you know, whatever happens happens. But you gotta watch that New Year's Dash because that will be where if she gets physical, it'll happen there. Gotcha. Yeah, like it's basically their Raw after WrestleMania where everything starts back again. So Wrestle Kingdom ends everything that happened this year, all the stories, all the shit, you know, ends at Wrestle Kingdom and then on New Year's Dash, which happens the very next day, they um they kind of restart where things are gonna be headed towards the next pay per view, new beginnings. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Like New Year's Dash is where they kick AJ Styles out of the Bullet Club. You know what I'm saying? I love that. So, yeah, those are those type of moments happen there where, 
you know, they usually give you something to be like, oh, shit, did you see? So that would be my, because uh, there's going to be a lot of new people watching New Japan in a few hours for the first time ever. Uh, yeah, people talking about they, they bought their, um, they, they subscribe to the New Japan world. It's like, oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, um, I've had the New Japan world um, service since day one. Never got rid of it. So I'm in day. And uh, I'm actually off. On, <laughs> I'm actually off on Thursday, so I may end up doing uh, uh, just wake up at like six and just watch ten hours of wrestling, more like eight, eight hours of wrestling uh, before I have to go to work at the hockey game. So that might be how I spend my whole Thursday is uh, watching the Japanese wrestling, and then um, I don't know, man. We may see if I can get Anwar and Terry's boy to come on one day and talk about it. Maybe you can stop in and hang out with us and that'll be a dark match or something. Oh, we'll see. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. I just gotta, I don't have enough time anymore, man. I used to have all this time. I used to have these weekends where I could squeeze in things like this, but you work in, you have a boo thing, so it's like Dawn is like busy. Yes, yes, yes. But looking forward to this Wrestle Kingdom, though. It's got a, uh, uh, it's got some good matches. Leo Rush is going to be out there. Uh, he's been tearing it up in Japan. Um, so yeah, looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. Um, what do you think about SmackDown? John Cena came back this past week. Basically, John Cena was just there. Because of name alone, he didn't really do anything. Hey man, he, he was basically just like he put butts in the seats. Hey, yeah, sold out the SmackDown and you know got the ceremonious, you know, got the pin and sent the kids home happy. Yeah. Um, Charlotte. Decided to come back to the work. Listen, stay fake this, stay fake this out with that one. Had to be the worst uh, SmackDown in the history of uh, our landlord and savior, Miss Didi Janay. Uh, John Cena was on the show. Ronda wrestled Charlotte Flair on the show. She got no love for either one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know it had to be a rough one for her. So, um, so two more things. Um, which thing about um, Uncle Howdy and Bray? <laughs> uh, it's more like uh, it's more like L.A. Knight, who is just uh, dumbfounded by what the hell's going on here now. Mm-hmm. Uh, after Uncle Howdy attacked uh, Bray Wyatt there, when it definitely looked like it was you know they're about to do a two on one on uh, L.A. Knight. Um, it's like gonna be something between. Um, it might be something between Top Dollar and Ricochet. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Did you see the uh, people thinking, speculating that it could be uh, Cameron Grimes or Bo Dallas as Uncle Howdy? Now I said that it was somebody said it was Bo Dallas. Mhm, mhm. I hope they wouldn't um, settle Cameron Grimes' gimmick. I'm like, don't do that. 
um, the locker room exchange where they was roasting top dollar uh, came straight out of black high school so I'm glad they got somebody yeah. on the staff because that shit was hilarious and see like it's funny everybody make their jokes like Xavier Woods he's a funny guy he made his jokes uh, Kofi he's a funny guy he made his jokes uh, Mad Cat Moss you know his whole gimmick for a year was nothing but making jokes uh, but when the corny dude Everybody know he's going to come in and make jokes and get a good one in on you. That's when you can't take it no more. And that's what Top Dollar popped off on Ricochet. Did you see the diss? I sent you the diss. Yeah, I didn't see it though. I didn't. I wasn't at a place where I could open it and take it in. Uh, speaking of disses, um, Karen Jarrett. Just don't know what this is. <laughs> it's all in good fun, girl. You ain't had to come air out. Everybody laundry. Damn. She's like, she's all like, yeah. And she was like, told her, I told her, uh, Jeff to Jarrett ain't had to take me from nobody. I was basically left out here to be snatched up because Kurt Angle was out here, you know, peeled up and out here knocking down. And then people was like, he knocked down Dawn Marie and Kelly Kelly. And he was like, he all the and Kelly Kelly was like, um, I asked you this in, in, in the DMs, I'm gonna ask you this in public. The only thing I have a connection to your husband is do is just resting alone. I was like, I don't know. I was like, Don, right But Don Marie ain't uh Don Marie ain't say nothing though. Don Marie was like, me my my business. <laughs> but what um was tweet Randy Orton that you keep referencing, do you do you remember? No, well, so actually, Randy had apologized because he did a radio interview, and he said that she was um, she was getting around backstage, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Kelly Kelly was right, and so he had tweeted this like late at night. It was one uh, one thing about Randy was always tweeting late at night, and he had tweeted out you know saying you know he was like he was sorry that he um, it's like. 10 years ago or something like that. 10, 11 years ago, he was just like, he was sorry that he said that. Like she said, she's a, she's a nice, she's a nice person. And just because she doesn't, she's just because she dated a lot of people, um, they're backstage. <laughs> oh God. I was like, damn, Randy, you fucking up. It was something he had said, but it was just like, he had put her out there. And I was like, wow, that's interesting. <laughs> So yeah, so but yeah, Karen Jarrett was definitely in her feelings and started put more put and put and opened up more cans of worms. Mm-hmm. Now I'm sure Jeff probably was like, "Woman, the hell are you doing?" <laughs> yeah, it's like we're working the gimmick. He's not supposed to get caught up in the work. But, uh, it's, it's just they just they said they said they're just having fun, you know. It tells, you, it tells you how that tells you how good the rap was. Oh yeah, yeah. He he definitely stung. He definitely he's definitely got in. Um, he definitely got in. Um, Jay Lethal's ass. <laughs> Say you've been wrestling twenty years, nobody impersonates you. I was like, shit. <laughs> I said, well, goddamn. I said. 
He ain't lying though. I think he did the Macho Man and the um, a Ric Flair gimmick. Um, yeah, but you know what, man? Those are just accusations. We can't be having them accusations. False accusations. <laughs> oh my gosh! I still can't believe. They, it. They, 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 who gave Rick Ross the bike and told him? <laughs> Have it. Yeah. And just as I suspected, Jim Cornette went was 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 he um definitely you know gave this segment the the ripping it. I, I figured he would. <laughs> Brian last loved it though. Oh yeah, we know, he, we know he would love it. Um, he was so Jim Cornette. They was doing the omnibus, and for all the experience, they was doing the the funny moments. So he um uh, the Jade, David. Yes, I was. <laughs> I remember hearing that. Listen to that one for the like. Listen to that episode when that happened, and I was just like, "Come on, some." He said he's Brian Lash. I guess the he says he says the greatest. The greatest segment in um, AEW history, and then it was just like, you no, know, she comes out there, and so Jim Cornette's like, Linda Miles is back, and I was like, sir, don't do that. <laughs> he was like, oh, Linda Miles is back, and I was like, don't compare her to Shaniqua. Then I said, don't, don't, don't compare Jade to Shaniqua. I mean, Jade's still a lot green and everything, but Shaniqua. Shaniqua was definitely a character on SmackDown. And I was just like, when I first saw her, I was like, who is this black woman that got the two white subs that were of the Fashion Brothers? I was like, and I heard they was from they all all three of them were from OVW. This is when OVW was the developmental territory for the WWE. I'm like, who's this black woman and who are these two white guys? The... And then I remember when she had went away and came back and she had the implants. They was like, they be like, Mistress, your chest <laughs> swollen. <laughs> and she had got her breast done. And I was like, oh no. <laughs> but um he was definitely he so told he he could talk up Jane. He wouldn't call him Jane Cargill. I was like, Oh, this was gold when I first heard this, and the fact that they 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 ran it back on um, this omnibus, I was like, oh, because Jim Cornette was like, and then that's when Brady comes out there. Who the hell told you it was Mike Knight? It was Mike Knight, bitch. <laughs> Mike Knight. Yeah, open Mike Knight, bitch. Mm-hmm. That that was just that. Now when she came out there and said that, I was like. Who put the battery in her back? <laughs> they also uh, recapped the Maki Ito where she sung her song by everybody, but uh, Sheeta was getting the hell beat out of her. Oh, yeah. But she wouldn't stop her song to go help her. She said, I'm going I'm to sing my song, goddammit. Mm-hmm. And they're like, get down here. She's like, I tell her it's my song. But, um, when, when Jade and then Jade, 
It was just hilarious. Jace grabbed smacked on her ass and break the stop. And that's a jury that came out there to break up the fight. Oh, I was like, oh. This is so good. I said, this is so good. Just recapping this <laughs> and just laughing at it. Um. Oh yeah, we 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 probably talking about um. Yeah, we are. We about to. We gotta get him with the intro. Gotta hit him with a little something. So Monday Night Raw, it's just like last week. The Bloodline show. Hey, two weeks ago. Oh, two weeks ago. Yeah, excuse me, because I forgot they had the little highlight show last week. Which is why, which is why, the listeners, I pulled in my PTO because Don hit me up. Actually, I want to recap um, NXT with him and Simi. Now, what about the now with War Two? I said, you know what? I never get a chance to have a holiday off in all my record time recording this. Never got a chance to have a holiday off, so I'm taking my PCO. I didn't get paid for it, but I'm taking the time off. <laughs> yes, I was very happy to grant him his PTO. He didn't have to. Uh, he didn't have to put it in writing two weeks ahead of time, so. Very accommodating here at the CSPN. Uh, no, it was been, been fun, you know, no, no talking with Simi. I love talking, um, doing shows with Simi. But I'm playing. I wouldn't. So you know what? I'm gonna let her. Um, because normally the holidays roll around, I gotta be stuck doing talking about both shows or all other shows and everything. I see. You know what? This was a clip show, and what nothing really went on. I mean, you had a couple things that went on, but I was like, I said, if we talk about, it, we'll talk about it, but. I'm good, but bloodline return. Yeah. So they come out, they are wrecking havoc at ringside. Sami Zayn says they're taking over tonight. And here comes Kevin Owens to interrupt. Seven Sammy calls this a hostile takeover. Where have we heard that before? <laughs> but Owens says he wants to punch Sammy in the face. So Adam Pierce and a bunch of security guards come out to tell Owens that this isn't happening tonight or at all any this year. Security goes after the bloodline, and of course, that doesn't work out well for them. That causes Owens to come into the ring. That's when some of the guys from the back, Adam Pierce, calls for reinforcements. So, you know, we got some of the mid-card guys coming out here to go after the bloodline, and they finally chase them off out of the ring. But Adam Pierce says, hey, if the bloodline is here, then he's going to put them to work. So they're going to be in matches tonight. And uh, stay tuned. He'll let them know uh, who their opponents are going to be. Yeah, it was a crazy opening segment. Mm-hmm. Very uh, Nitro-ish from 97-ish. Yes. Came out there beating everybody's ass. <laughs> uh, Binky says she's ready to, play, to face Alexa Bliss, no matter what kind of bliss she is. Uh, after the break, the wrestlers who chased off the bloodline want some matches. So Elias demands a fight against Solo Sequoia. So they end up having uh, what's going to be a street fight that works for Adam Pierce. The Street Profits and Kevin Owens, they're going to face the Usos and Sami Zayn. And a six man tag. Uh, Adam Pierce out here trying to be a real uh, authority figure all of a sudden. He definitely trying to be a boss now. 
Um, Alexa Bliss versus Bianca Belair. Raw women's title matchup. The Bray logo pops up on the screen and Alexa Bliss snaps and beats up a referee. There's no bell yet, so Alexa Bliss beats up Bianca Belair too and sends her into various things. There's a DDT onto the steps and Binky is uh, literally on the verge of being knocked out. When Bliss comes back and hits another DDT onto the steps, that's when the referees come out. The bell never rang, but we'll say that the match was officially thrown out. No contest. The bell didn't ring? Nope. They never stopped the match. Oh, they never, never stopped the match. I don't say start. Mm-hmm. They did start the match. Yeah, they well. started the match, but they never they never ended the match. Oh, yeah, because he, because when all that was happening at ringside, and she started going into her little whatever she was going into, she jumped the referee first and then left Binky bloody. Mm. I was like, damn shame. Yes, she did. I don't know if uh, they're doing an injury thing with Binky so she can go do the bodybuilding for a couple of weeks or what. But um, yeah, they, they, it looked like they were going to do a stretcher job. But, but she was scared to walk out. Yeah. And Montez was out there with her. She was screaming like, I was like, mm, when she get back. You know, that's one thing about WWE, they're letting them do other little things on the side. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, because she definitely is doing a pipe. You said bodybuilding? Mm-hmm. Oh, see? She's definitely marketing herself outside of wrestling. That's how it should be. Oh man, Austin Theory says he's ready for Seth Rollins because he is the future and Rollins is the past. Then that brings us to Elias versus Solo, Sequoia, and our Nashville Music City Street Fight. Musical celebrity Hardy, who sings a Royal Rumble theme song for this year, gives Elias a guitar, but Solo Sequoia hits a super kick onto Elias. Hardy gets in the ring and hits Solo Sequoia across the bat with the guitar to no effect on Solo Sequoia. So he does the slow turnaround. That's enough to make Hardy run off, leaving Elias to hit Solo with the jumping knee. Elias gets up top with the guitar. He's going to come off with the top rope guitar shot, but he gets hit with the Samoan spike out of the air. Solo then hits the spinning solo on Elias uh, off the apron through a baby grand piano for the pin. It was so funny. It's so random. That he came, he came to he, he gives Elias the guitar first. Then he comes and um, he comes and hits Solo with it, and Solo didn't even flinch. And I, you know, posted the, the um, cost the um, the McGregor gift saying, Who the fuck is this guy? And <laughs> Simmons was like, Yeah, move, random white guy. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Who is this guy? I was like, It's a hardy. I was like, did Jeff Hardy come back and we didn't, you know, he he doing something totally new gimmick, but, um, you know, it was just, a, I mean, it was a good match for Solo, good match for Solo and everything, because you know Solo won't do Solo things, mm-hmm. and he put Elias through that piano. I was like, well, that's the end of that one. You know, Elias does these matches pretty good. 
Right. You know, his his skill set, his uh, his offense kind of lends to these type of matches more than your traditional, you know, bell-to-bell wrestling match. So, uh, both participants look good here, and uh, this was a fun little matchup. We look back at John Cena and Kevin Owens defeating Roman Reigns and Sami Zayn on SmackDown this past week. So now we get Street Profits with Kevin Owens taking on the Bloodline, the Usos, and Sami Zayn. Ford hits the running flip dive onto Jimmy and Sami Zayn. Solo Sequoia takes Dawkins out. Owens goes after him, but he gets super kicked, leaving Sami Zayn to hit the hell of a loop kick on Montez Ford for the pin. So, Bloodline are your winners. Wow, that Montez Ford took the pin hit. Mm-hmm. Yep. Kind of shocked, too. That's what your boy Dawkins was in there for. But he didn't, so go to hell. Yeah, put some respect on the name, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, did you like this match? This is a fun six-man tag. Yeah, it was, a, it was a fun match. I liked it. Enjoyed it. Post-match, beatdown is on, but here comes Sheamus and Drew McIntyre to run in clear the bloodline out of the ring and make the save. So, just uh, again, teasing Usos versus Sheamus and Drew McIntyre. I think it's coming up this weekend. Right. I think the blood, the bloodline showing up on the show beating everybody up is definitely setting the stage for the Rumble. Mm-hmm. Definitely setting the stage for the Rumble and they will be targeted. Hey, Jay Styles says he's got a broken ankle. Says he doesn't need surgery, but he's going to miss a significant amount of time. So he's going to be like five rumble. Um, yeah, yeah. That, that was that was wild. He said he needs. He said only surgery, but having a house show. So get real soon, AJ Styles. Chad Gable versus Dexter Loomis. Otis misses a clothesline and he runs into the post. Loomis counters the uh, Mahi Straw cradle into a cradle of his own for the pin. So, Chad Gable again gets nothing. Just fodder for everybody else. Get a video on Cody Rhodes' return last year, including the injury, which took him out of action, and uh, we're promised uh, more on his road to recovery. So basically, they're definitely building up for him to come back. Mm-hmm. Now, Dawn, you know, we just back with AEW being created, you know, a couple of years ago. That one of their founding one of their founding fathers will be back back home like as a product of some returns nah didn't have that one on the list <laughs> what on your meme card huh Mm-mm. yeah it was that's still that's still a shock to like being Cody leaving he was it's, it's just backstage and everything, and the next thing you know, Cody didn't resign. Is he going back to the E? And WrestleMania happens. <laughs> and he comes out there, I'm just like, well, what the hell out of here? 
<laughs> Tony Khan, I said, Tony Khan, how did you, I said, how did, how did this happen? <laughs> it is a, uh, it is a very, very interesting situation with the with the Cody Rhodes situation played out leading to the you know CM Punk coming in maybe CM Punk and Cody didn't see eye to eye Cody was like well this much probably the time I need to go ahead and and exit up out of here like, dude I'll see my way out just <laughs> mm-hmm. dude coming in uh, we got damage control coming out for promo. Bailey brings up the team starting here at SummerSlam in Nashville, so it's nice to have one good thing come out of this city. Uh, however, we're inching closer to the Royal Rumble, and that means it's time to start, um, you know, issuing. Uh, she calls out Becky, which is what happens in this thing. Oh man, I did the one thing I hate my, my notes. I took like all the notes, just screwed myself. Hold on, live podcasting, folks. All right, here we go. Real quick, I want I meant to get back to the Binky um, Alexa Bliss. Okay, it was a spot they did from um, scary oh. <laughs> <from Jerry> movie. <laughs> <laughs> she she holding that she holding her at bay with her <laughs> with her hand and she swinging and then she just punches her. I was like, no, that's funny. That's a good little spot to recreate. <laughs> uh. Bailey says they need to talk about the Irish elephant in the room. Bailey beat Becky Lynch, which brings out Becky to tell Bailey to just shut up. Becky talks about Bailey having to get out of someone's unnamed shadow, and now she has her own team. It, Ooh. A, it, Ooh. it is going to be a better time <laughs> the rest of damage control turns on her, but Bailey just kind of laughs it off. Talk about a jab. Talk about a jab. You gotta get one in. But um so it was something floating around on um Reddit. They were saying um they were saying something on um who all of um the women who will be in Japan supporting she who should not be named as of yet. Um, and he said, meanwhile, in the WWE Women's Division, they show Becky, like, leaned up against the um, ropes, you know, with a bewildered look on her face. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, uh, they end up challenging um, Becky Lynch to a handicap match. And uh, so, uh, Becky accepts. So, it's Becky Lynch versus EO and Dakota Kai. Uh, that's when Meechin, aka Mia Yim, comes in to join Becky. She gets the hot tag, and of course, she starts cleaning house. Becky goes to the outside to deal with the invading Bailey, leaving Meechin to hit eat defeat on Dakota Kai. But while Meechin is down, off comes EO Sky with the over the moonsault to pin Meechin and get the win for damage control. Good finish. You know what? I've been, I can admit that I've been wrong or on a person. And I've um, definitely gave EO, I, I said I gave her some grief. I was just saying that she wasn't no, um, she wasn't Oscar, she wasn't Kyrie, um, Kyrie Sane. But she's definitely, definitely coming, coming to her own. Um, 
over the years? Um, I guess, I guess we're building to this Becky Bailey match again, but I guess they're gonna have to have some stakes, some type of stipulation or something this time. Because this is gonna Gallo be a horrible match. Gotta put a little, little sizzle on that steak, sir. Yeah, you gotta do a little something. Uh, Seth Rollins says that he's ready for Austin Theory. Uh, Alexa Bliss. She says, uh, she, she says that she has control over Bianca Belair. I guess my control. I guess that's what she's trying to say. So, do with that what you will. They don't need to drag this uh, Bray Wyatt stuff out that much longer. They need to go they need to go ahead and whatever they're gonna do with her and Bray, they need to go ahead and and enact that shit. Um, <laughs> we take a look back at Dominic Mysterio being arrested on Christmas Eve for uh, trying to invade his grandparents' house, like he did on Thanksgiving when he showed up at his parents' house. Uh, this year, uh, this time they wasn't having it though, as um, Angie struck. Uh, oh, 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 this is this is this is when she did that. That wasn't so much. That wasn't so funny. She she just stopped her, and then they still she slapped her. I was like, she lucky she ain't had a strap on her because she'd have been, you know, laying down there and holding her, holding her abdomen because Angie to put some hot ones in her. <laughs> <laughs> they uh. They call the cops. The cops arrest Dominic Mysterio for putting his hands on Rey Mysterio. Um, Dominic is, is of course, now incredulous about why they're getting arrested. They were the ones who got assaulted. They put him in the back of the car, and he's basically like, Hey, mommy, get me out. Bail me out. Call Finn. Call Priest. Hey, hey, move quick. Do something. You know I won't make it in jail. And... Uh, Ever since then, you know, we've been waiting to hear back from Dominic. So, Dominic Mysterio, he's been bailed out by Rhea Ripley. He talks about how prison is an absence of feeling. He says, this isn't a game to him, and he's just getting started. He's had a hard time. I'm like, sir, he did a couple hours. Shut up. (laughs) And he said that he'll see Rhea Ripley real soon. Yeah, this is great. He had the uh, the wife beater on against the white background with the like little toothpick, like like he really uh, somebody looked at Oz from back in the day and was like, "Hey, let's do this." Right. He, okay. Uh, imagine how far you know HBO series and shows have come in the last thirty years. But think about how groundbreaking Oz was as a TV show. Right. And how and how long ago that was? It's crazy. Sure was. Video on Bronson Reed, so I know Miss Simi and Miss Dijonay were happy. Then our main event of the evening: Austin Theory taking on Seth Rollins United States Title matchup. Rollins' knee gives out as he escapes the suplex. But Seth's fine enough to hit a pedigree for a delayed two count from a second referee after the first referee was knocked down. 
Theory tries to send Rollins into that referee, but it allows him to hit the low blow to cut Rollins off. A shot blocked to the knee sets up the A-Town down, and Elston Theory retains the United States title. That was quick. Yeah. That's what happens when they don't put a lot of jab in there. Um, we do have, we would be remiss if we didn't say that uh, during one of the segments where Damage Control was getting ready to come out to the ring, uh, as have they've been doing a lot lately, if you watch in the background, you'll see little nuggets. And one of the nuggets that was in the background was MVP talking to Cedric and uh, Shelton. So, hopefully, some uh, some resemblance of the hurt business. Just get ready to shape back up, come back on the scene. Maybe he's uh, trying to get them to align with almost. I don't know, because it's been so long since we've kind of seen MVP on a regular basis on television. So, I don't know what he's got going on. But, yeah, it was cool to see that little nugget. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of the main event, Seth and Theory? Seth uh, selling that knee. He definitely did. Good match. I love a match. Would you like to see it again at a pay-per-view or a stipulation? I mean, they helping him get over, you know, so it was fine for what it was worth. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, what do you think overall about Monday Night Raw? Um, it was a cool show. Um, I expected a little bit more for the first of the year, but you know, it was a pretty decent show. Um, some good matches. The um, kicking off with the with the bloodline, you know, causing havoc again. You know, makes a lot of sense. So, um, definitely want to see what's going. This is this will lead up to on Friday. Smackdown in regards to them, but you know, we you know pushing forward towards the Royal Rumble. So, you know, just watch. Just keep on watching. Well, it is getting close to that time of the year, the Royal Rumble time, where we'll be uh, hearing rumblings of different people who may be appearing in that match. So the Mo Meltzer news segment will be on fire from here until the Royal Rumble, but it's definitely going to be on fire this week. We had a lot of things happen, a lot of things pending. So Mo, it's time to turn it over to you for this week's edition of the Mo Meltzer news segment. There's no news, so I'll give my shout outs. But yeah, that's fine. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Early, go to bed. Thank you. No, I'm, I'm joking. It's, it's a few things we can discuss. Um, so, um, the former Sasha Banks, Mercedes, um, Renato, um, she was posting, you know, her thank yous to WWE and Vince and Triple H 
uh, William Regal, you know, so because everyone kept saying, you know, they kept reporting saying, you know, she's a free agent. And I'm just like, well, until I see something from WWE or her saying that this is, could be the case, it's just speculation. Mm-hmm. So I started seeing her tweeting out her thank yous and everything. And Simi had retweeted and Simi was like, I'm emotional. <laughs> so this could be goodbye. For who we know as Shaw Sasha Bates, who gave us many, many great moments you know, and matches in WWE. This is her world tour, you know, about to begin. So, you know, she go out here and wrestle. And this is this is what happened with Cody. Mm-hmm. Cody had the Cody left, built his name elsewhere, came back. You know, Vince was definitely you know had to had to acknowledge who he was and what he'd done. And Sasha did a lot in her ten years here in the company. You know, but now it's time for her to spread her wings, go elsewhere, make more of an impact. You know, okay? Because, you know, they were saying, like, she had already peaked. Mm-hmm. And that's disrespectful. You tell somebody that they feel as though she already peaked. And I'm just like, do you see the influence she has on, you know, young girls watching wrestling? So we, young girls 10, 15, 20 years later saying, you know, their first memories, they'll be probably wrestling, and their first memories was watching Sasha Banks in WWE. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know who be sitting back there evaluating the talent, you know, thinking that these these one individuals are going to be, you know, pushovers or whatnot, or going to peak already. But you got to see the fan, the impact they have with the fans, the connection, you know, especially social media. Mm-hmm. You see, you'll see the fan pages all up and down the timeline, and you know those fans, you know. You know they they go hard mm-hmm. and everything. You know they they definitely go hard and they'll, you know, tell you why you're wrong if you let them. Like when I tweeted out, I say everything. I said if I, if I don't hear something from, you know, her or WWE, this is all speculation. And then someone finds their way into my mentions talking about she's here to Jacksonville. And I was like. I didn't, even, I didn't really even respond. I was just like, I might be going to respond because get them ammo or whatnot. I was like, we'll see. She shows up as, as, as her mystery partner. Mm-hmm. We all will look at, we all will, I mean, it's not going to waste for because when she left, she, it was still, Vince was still in charge, but we still will look at the company with a funny eye, like, there you go. Yeah, it's going to be, um, it's gonna be that's I think gonna be the bigger shoe to drop is if they because that match is in is in two weeks still so if they somehow tease or have her pop up from Japan on AEW next week or this week to set up that match that will be the biggest bombshell to happen yeah um So we talked about um, Karen J a little bit as well too. So mm-hmm. she 
got her feelings. I, I don't know, this might be all storyline based because I think Jeff Jarrett had made comments about the acclaim on his podcast because Anthony Bowens was reacting on Twitter. So that could definitely be storyline based, but it's just really interesting to see all this playing out. Um, looks like the FTR rub people the wrong way. They have new part. Well, I think Dax Harwood has um the podcast right podcast out, and some people backstage. Hey, W wasn't too happy with what he had to say. Yeah, because he was basically uh you know trying to paint Punk in a. Like nobody else has really coming out of AEW that, you know, basically he's in the pro camp, pro punk camp, you know, talked about how approachable he was and how he was there to help guys and, and it was in there for business and, and wasn't, you know, as enamored with the friendship aspect of AEW that some of the guys on the other side were. And that was kind of Um... So apparently, remember how we was talking about Mandy Rose a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. and how it was speculated that she was going to make it close to a million with her fan. So I guess apparently she did because the company thanked her for her million dollar, I guess, month or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, hey, that's just side hustle. You know, you can take some pictures and get these wrestling, these wrestling boys to subscribe and to buy. And that's what she did. Mm-hmm. And they was talking about how they, I think I saw a graphic and they were saying how she made more than double than what Drew McIntyre makes on his current contract. So, hey, maybe she was doing something. Mm-hmm. But someone, another former talent said if they was to get a call back from WWE, they would close their premium content site down. Do you know who that would be? No clue. Lana. <laughs> oh, word. <laughs> Lana got to be a little hot. Mandy Rosen came in and made a million in two weeks. Lana's like, man, I've been out here in this game. Right. I've been out here making money off of these pictures and stuff. This premium content. No, no, she done made a million, though. Listen, the fanboys love them some Mandy. Mm-hmm. Tito Sabatelli over there holding the camera, laughing all the way. I get to hit that, and I get to take pictures with him, so y'all can hate. Um, what else? What AEW switching up there? Thing, their look and stuff like that. Oh yeah, they're, they're uh, debuting the new AEW tomorrow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. New set, new color scheme. 
they got a new creative director or some shit like that. So yeah, I think he I think he used to work for WWE. Yeah, this is his first uh like major thing right here. Yeah. Um So it's like they're going back to meeting with me and Yim. I don't know. One minute they they saying it's meeting, then they say meeting me and Yim or whatever. But I don't know. Um. So we probably wondering why we haven't seen UK talent like Dewdrop. Um, Blade Davenport. Um, what's that? What's the beginning for Gate? A Gene. Um, the names they give for G. Um, Masters. It was a, it was a group over in um, NXT UK. Oh, Gallus. Gallus, yeah. The Gallus boys. Yeah, if you haven't seen them on TV, they like they had some um. Visa issues. Oh, snap. Oh, it's yeah. those visa issues. Yeah, so like some visa issues, so they're trying to get them worked out. Mm. Um. Kalisto's wrestling again. Yeah, I saw that. So he posted something. Yeah. Good for him. Um. <laughs> Dominic saying he's a changed man after a hard time in prison. See, this is this is the heel stuff that I like. I know it was going to take time to get Dominic over, but he's doing a pretty good job. Like I told you, he has people with him that's, you know, putting him, has like, you know, putting him in the right for some, how to, you know, get himself over and everything. So he's going to be all right. He's going to be all right. Um,. Let's see. What was also interesting about about um, SmackDown this week? What's last that? week, better. This is how we know that Vince is coming back. Uh, Michael yeah. Cole acknowledged Don West on the broadcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we like, he was like, Vince would never. <laughs> I said, Vince would never allow that to happen. But Triple H, it's like we're going to acknowledge others in the industry. That's what we do. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow. I was like, I was like, dang. I was like, Michael Cole. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> um, they're also wondering. Um. 
what's going to happen now that the college football season is almost over? Will Pat McAfee be returning? Or else? I'd like to see a three-man group on SmackDown. Michael Cole wouldn't know what to do with himself. <laughs> well, you have Wade Barrett and Pat McAfee. Mm. Yeah, Big Joseph would he would lose his mind trying to referee that all night. Also, um, Gunther supposed to have his um, the IC title match. It got pushed back a week because um, Ricochet hit him with a chair and swung too high. Oh, and get- oh remember, remember, yeah, he um. Uh, <laughs> He's probably giving my damn concussion. Yeah, because I saw I saw this on the show when they when he swung the chair at him and he it hit him. I was like, oh, he hit him. Cause no, you know like when you run into the ring and you swing the chair and it's like they post a miss. Mm-hmm. And he got him and he was like and he um was over there holding his head. And I was like, he hit him. I was like, yeah, only you go to the ring swinging the chair. You post to miss the person that you're swinging for. He hit them, and they they say they pushed the ma- the match back a week. Don't worry, he's gonna be like Kevin Owens. He's gonna be walking around with a receipt. Look, 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 look. I told you I listen to the um, listen to the um, the local podcast here. I listen to the wrestle podcast. I listen to, and they say, yeah, I can't wait to see the receipt that's coming for that one. <laughs> I said, whatever well, receipt is coming. Say you won't get embarrassed in front of um um Samantha again. Ain't gonna be no mistletoe to help you out with this one. Nope. Yep. That's gonna be hell to pay with that one. Yeah, eventually. You know it. Um, let's see. Is there anything else? You know, oh no, they, so somebody was saying that they need a Waffle House crew. <laughs> to stop the bloodline. Now, did you see the the, the, the recent Waffle, Waffle House fight? But the white chick, yeah, doing them trained punches. Right. <laughs> she, now, like, she had some Roger Roger Mayweather training. <laughs> you know, so all right, so remember, all right, so never sidebar. Remember years ago, it was that video is a, is a video where. They were. It was. A, it was, I don't know. It was a ballroom. It was a some kind of ballroom fight, and somebody picked up a table. The the big girl picked up the table and threw it, mm-hmm. and then they do they do chairs at it, and she 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 batted them both down. Mm-hmm. She batted like batted both of the chairs both down. So the the the, the white girl in the Waffle House videos, the girl threw a, threw threw the chair at her. It's like she caught it. And just like throw it to the side. You know how somebody catches something and just throw it to the side. That's what she did. Um, 
<laughs> with the chair. And I was just like, oh, they must be serious about that. Now, I always say, when you go to Waffle House, when you go to Waffle House, you're going to get yourself a nice meal and you'll get yourself a shovel. <laughs> you you going you going to be entertained while eating your hash eating your hash browns, you know. I always just remember Sammy Zayn was like going to Waffle House. He says, "I'm going to get the hash browns." So I was like, "Yes, Sammy, that's a good choice. Get the hash browns." <laughs> but um, yeah. And Waffle and I said, I mean, if you need somebody to take down, but I said, although the bloodline, you know, they eat at Waffle House, so they might not, <laughs> it, it might, it might, it might, it might end up being one of those swerves where they team up and then you have a real powerful entity on your hand and you'll be like, God damn. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, main event, real quick. Um, shout Benjamin versus Rip Fowler. You know, one of the guys from um, Joe Gacy's table. You know what? I meant, to, I meant to say this too. Joe Gacy is actually good wrestling. Mm-hmm. I, I, um, I was when I was watching the um, the six man they had last week. I was like, he's actually good. I mean, of course, we don't like the gimmick that he's doing, but he's actually good. good has good in ring. I'll give him props for that. I sort of like what he did to the Grizzly Young Veterans, though, but uh, I said I said they all can wrestle, so mm-hmm. all we owe to them. But he's wrestling um, Shelton Benjamin, and Nikki Cross is wrestling um, Dana Brooke. Mm, nah, I'll pass. I don't know. For what I saw, might want I might just check out the Shelton. The Shelton and Rip Fowler match. Mm-hmm. The Shelton tweeted something out about um, about what happened post match. So, um, I'll say I'll say this: he's he's definitely gotten kudos from his peers. Um, it was like last, I think, like last week. He was celebrating his twenty years in wrestling, and he's definitely. One, he's definitely one of the best in-ring competitors and everything. Mm-hmm. You know, he never really got a chance to shine. I mean, they, they gave him gave me just like the gold standard, the mama with the other dog and everything. Well, um, you know, yeah, Shutsnake talked about no personality, but they never really gave him a chance. Yeah, I was like, he, I mean, you know, you. my thing is we have to just let do things themselves and let things work itself out and you'll have someone come up with a personality but um, a lot of wrestlers will keep what's giving him um, props like Shawn Michaels said that he's definitely going to be a Hall of Famer one day mm-hmm. and we all and they always show that get that, that gift of him throwing the springboard off the rope and um, and um, Shawn Michaels catching up with the sweet chin music Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's one of the better matches to ever be on Monday Night Raw. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, I said he's cool. He's he's getting his props from he's getting from the rookies. I like me and Yum. You know him and me and Yum always going back and forth on social media. But she 
you know, stepped out of the character of that and, you know, gave him props for just being, you know, real supportive of her and everything and just being a good friend over the years. Mm-hmm. You know. That's one thing I was just say. People always... They always we all we, like we as wrestling fans, we have our idea of who we want to see wrestle, the matchups we want to see, and everything. Is one thing I've noticed, especially over the years, these wrestlers know who they want to who they want to do stuff with, which is why when Daniel Bryan was still in the company, he wanted to do stuff with Drew Gulak because Drew Gulak had a great, you know, great rest it was a great wrestling mind and he wanted to work with him. That's why, you know, he got that little mini push, you know, a couple of years ago and everything. And you always hear wrestlers like say, you know, so and so is a is a great worker. Like how Natty came to the defense of um Angelo Dawkins and she was just like, don't talk about Angelo. He's one of the best workers we have on the um within the company. You know, so they know who can really wrestle back there and who does and who does what they need to do. You know, they know because they're they're with them all the time and they get to see them, you know, wrestle and everything. We just watch because we're just here. <laughs> we're we're just here, we just watch it from the fan point of view. They know it because they actually work with them, do house shows and stuff like that. And you know, they they get they get they they you know like I said they work closely with them, mm-hmm. so they know what they can do and what they can't do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that allows them to have better matches, which is why house shows are, are the better shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you house shows house shows are the better shows. They're the uh, they're the uh, the practice basically for TVs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You'll see something at house show. They may run these matches for six weeks before you even see the build up for it to show up on TV. Right. Because you'll see they'll be saying they're working with so and so on a house show. And then you'll see the match. And then next thing you know, you'll see it play out on TV and everything. You're like, oh, you like, that's interesting. That's just like um, it was a couple of years ago. We had the house show, yeah, the house show in Baltimore, and um, I was still surprised that Brock, because Brock was Brock was booked for this was booked for the event. I was like, Brock booked for house show in Baltimore, that is insane. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just like basically he was wrestling. I think it was wrestling Big Show. And then um, Braun Strowman came out there. He was like, I'll see you in Philadelphia. I was like, Vegas. But it was one of those quick, it was like one of those, like the, the big match for the intermission and everything. And I was like, oh, so Brock came to the house show and he out. He said, I'm going to come to this match and I'm out. <laughs> but um, yeah, the house shows are definitely the best shows to, like you said, they, they get. They they start they practice get this get the stuff out, you know get it ready for TV and everything, you know, but or you'll see you know that'd be like um that'd be like the house shows they'd be like the main events like the um like you'll have like 
Seth wrestling. Like Seth would wrestle somebody who they starting to build something up with. You know. I go see Roman on them shows. <laughs> oh hell no. He ain't even I don't I think I think he might have done the MSG run this year, but I know he didn't do Chicago. Right. Yeah, because um they had um when he had came back on SmackDown, he they filmed the um the the, the Monday night's raw statement they filmed. They had filmed that over that weekend. Mm. Which is which was led to um led to the bloodline going world storing everybody. Um yeah. Um Yeah, it's definitely just interesting how that just works out for for um how that works out. So New Year's NXT New Year's Evil is next week, so we're gonna have some um We had some things going on with that. They got a new mystery watcher storyline coming. Um, oh, here's your level up. Um, Electra Lopez and Amari Miller versus Soul Ruka and Danny Palmer. Um, Zion Quinn versus Tank Ledger and Idris Anofi and Malik Blade versus Miles Bourne and Tavion Heights. Mm-mm. None of that. What? None of that. You want to see Electra and, and Amari Miller? Uh, uh, no, nah, because I don't want to see Amari Miller lose anymore. I'd, I'd rather see Amari Miller win. I know she's going to do a job for her. Just check it out. Just check it out just to see the, the women wrestling. Uh, let's give uh, it a shot, dog. Yeah, I may, I may take a shot in the door. Let's give, let's give it a shot. Let's give it a shot. Let's give it a shot. Okay. Just give it a shot. Just give, just give it, give it a little piece of your time. You might, you might come away, you might come away surprised. You never know. Okay, okay. Well, we'll have to see. <laughs> would, I, would, I, would I lead you? Would I ever lead you astray, sir? Do you really want me to answer? No, don't answer that. <laughs> don't, 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 don't let the listeners' um, view of me sway with your, with your, um, with, with your facts and whatnot. Um. Yeah, man, but um, just want to, you know. Oh, so they say Binky got stitches after all, and she's um, and she issued a warning. She says, "I'm not, I'm not okay, but Alessa Bliss WWE won't be either. Payback's a three stitch ballet." Binky, I told you, I told you, Binky gonna come for that ass. <laughs> got my girls, got my girl bloodied up and everything. How dare you? How dare you? I mean, I love Bliss. Bliss definitely been one of my favorite characters, you know, the past year. But you, but when it comes to Binky, how dare you? <laughs> how dare you hurt my fave? And, I, and, don't, and don't let Simi get a hold of this because it's because you know she she get a mix of this all this it's gonna be hell to pay you know she going you know she don't play about binky evil <laughs> um yeah so i don't know if you still watch power but they still that still comes on youtube
Nah, man. I haven't really watched anything TV-wise here lately. Um, so they said, here's an um, update on Naomi. It said she's reportedly headed back to work for the WWE in the near future. This is from Brian Alvarez of the Wrestling Observer, uh, Wrestling Observer Live. Um, there's no word that when she'll be back with WWE TV, but she's um, not headed to New Japan be with Sasha Banks. And this is what I, this is this is one thing I was saying. Like everyone, they keep saying that she's a, like Sasha's a free agent, but she's not moved to the alumni section. I don't know if they still have an alumni section on WWE, but she still listed as an active um, superstar on that on that superstar page. So. Um, my thing is they need to one thing like I said we was talking about what we want to see on the dark match we saw what we want to see they need to build stars it's like and one thing I'm, I'm, I'm still kind of disappointed with they exceeding that building I mean Carmelo Hayes Carmelo Hayes is definitely going to be their generational talent um that's in that sense, and I'm saying Trick Williams is definitely going to hold his own too. You know, I, I definitely want to see him. Um, you know, when him and Carmelo break away, I want to see him be building to something. You know, not, don't use him as just a, uh, um, you know, somebody just to like you know do run-ins and take the bumps and stuff like that. I want him to be successful too because he was on that. Um, Oh, I knew it was something. <sighs> See, it, it was this. Maybe I should have did the show last week. Cause it was something um, I saw um, on Reddit, and I was just like, I wanted to run this by you real quick. Um, um, hold me see if I can find it real quick. Cause I was saw it, and I said, "Ooh, um, this could be interesting." Oh, yeah. Forgot, forgot, there's something else. Dragon Lee signing with WWE. Mm-hmm. And going to be part of the new, um, yeah. Dragon Lee versus Action. Let's do it. Sign. So, this is what they were saying. Um, part of the reason that he didn't sign with AEW was because there's no guarantees will be on TV. Um, mm-hmm. And, um, he um he had um wanted he was like he wanted to be on TV get, get exposed on TV and so him and Axiom they going to definitely do it might be doing something with scripts too mm-hmm. <laughs> alright so they said this was the top recruiting class of um for WWE so first they show um Taya Valkyrie and it says Ty Valkyrie had a cup of coffee in NXT, but was released in 2021 and now performs an impact. Um, Gigi Dolan. Um, she, they said she wrestled mostly in tag teams in NXT. First, she was with Corey J, and then she joined up with um, JC Jane, with whom she's a two time NXT tag team champion. Holland was released in 2021. 
but now he's on AEW and he's in the storyline with the mobile affiliates with um, Swerve Strickland and the other unnamed white guy. We still know who it is. Um, Trick Williams. Um, he was named NXT's best promo and they get in awards. Um, he was the only one, only member of the class that didn't wrestle the Indies before being, before signing with WWE. I'm telling you, I want him to be successful too because I know you like you 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 a big Carmelo stand and everything, and you and my brother twin going back and forth. But I like Trick. I'm saying he's definitely got just the charisma. The like he just has a lot. He brings a lot to his character. Like I know it was one he he had the, had the little boxing. Um, he had like the 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 boxing robe and everything or something like that. Like he has, he has the talent, and I want him to succeed. Um, so definitely, he's going to be like kind of like how I go for Angelo Dawkins. He's going to be, he's like next on my list once I'm like vouching for. So, um, Zoe Stark. They say she had a miraculous return from ACL tear, and she's one of the top heels um, on NXT. Uh, Alexa Lopez, she was in that class too. Um, First female figurehead of LD um Legato Del Fantasma. Um she didn't get called up with them, but she's now um you know, she's still down there wrestling and she's like she's going to be doing some things on her own too. I was wondering if they might put her back with Tony um with um Tony. Um who's another great talent too. He's gonna to be listening to this in this um in his class as well too. Speaking of which, he's the next one. Um, Tony D'Angelo, one of NXT's top heels with a well-received Italian mobster gimmick. Um, Corey Jade, female face of the Transition 2.0, arguably, arguably the strongest character on the show. I want her on my Raw brand. <laughs> I've said that. I've said that. And I'm going to keep on. I want her on the Red brand. Don't put her on SmackDown. Bring her to Monday nights. Thank you. Thank you, Cole. I'm going to be like Cornette. Thank you. Fuck you. Bye. <laughs> so you don't want rocks, rocks on rock. No, rocks can go to SmackDown. I want Cora on Monday nights. Okay. Um, Carmelo, and they say him. Where, where, let me ask you this: where, where does this whole him come from? I guess he. I am him. No, 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 no. I'm not not saying, it, but they say it for every. They say it all across. They say in basketball, football, can even say right here, um, Carmelo Hayes, him, two-time North American champion. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what is this him? What is this him supposed to be? It's the confirmation. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, he said he's him. Um, I, mean, I, I enjoy Carmelo Hayes, too, and everything. He's definitely going to make waves. He goes to the main roster. Um, Brutus Creed. Um, former NXT Tag Team Champion with Brother Julius. Julius, um, Trey Baxter started on Two Hundred Five Live. Had a short on short lived on screen relationship with Corey J. Released in twenty twenty one, and he's currently in um, Ring of Honor. Andre Chase started as a heel on Two Hundred Five Live before getting a prominent role in NXT Two Point as Professor and Dean of Andre Chase University. Guys got caught in that beatdown with the bloodline a couple weeks ago. Just there, he was just there, just the WrestleMania event, and next thing you know, 
he get beat up backstage. Tell us they like you, sir. <laughs> Amari Miller, former enhancement talent that had a minor role in 2.0, best known for her social media comments, questioning if Sasha Banks actually count as a black NXT <laughs> Now, that wasn't the best look for no, it, it wasn't. Amari. It, it wasn't. Like, stay up, sis. You, you can't be saying that. Um... Um, Braun Breaker, current NXT champion, and character the brand has been built around, has made several main roster appearances as well. JC Jane, two-time NXT tag team champion. Is that your fave, or is it um the other one? No, GG. That's fake ass Anna J. Oh, it's the fake. Okay, so JC Jane's the fake ass Anna J. <laughs> Y'all just know how we just come up and be like, no, she's a fake-ass so-and-so. <laughs> um, Anthony Green, released in 2021, made appearances on AEW, Limitless, and Noah. And Zeta, um, I think she was, um, I think was she Booker T's, another Booker T student? Mm-hmm. She was released from um, WWE, um, Debut going Dynamite in the TNT title match against Jay Cargill, but re- re- um, retired in June 2022, citing burnout and mental health. Mm-hmm. She's kind of good, though. Yeah, so that was like the, the, the largest recruiting cat class that for the um, performance center. Mm-hmm. And we was, they was basically talking about um, where they now. Mm-hmm. Some of them, some of them are don't make their strides, and others are just. Uh, like Parker Drew Brudro, he was definitely supposed to be the next um, Brock Lesnar. That didn't work out. <laughs> and, uh, it didn't. Oh, it's twelve twenty-two. Let's get out of here, going because I'm be ready for Wrestle Kingdom. Well, I'm going to bed. I'm I'm not. I'm, 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 I'm off. I'm off, so I can I can watch. Yeah. So good luck with that. No spoilers. Uh, if you use. Oh, I mean, yeah, that's what we used to have say. But cast, cast a strong style to share come to. Cast a strong style. Yeah. Got dust off. Got dust off the um. Yeah, blow got, the dust off of that head. Yeah, yeah. Got to blow the dust off of it. You're right. <laughs> but uh, go ahead and uh, hit the people up with your shout outs and thank yous, man. All right, well, shout out to Don. You know, always good to talk to you. I'm a good brother. Um, shout out to Sammy and Jay, my two cohorts in this WrestleCast thing that we do. Um, love you both. Um, glad to be another year of talking wrestling and hear y'all commentary. Uh, shout out to Terry's boy and Anwar. I think Anwar said he's like 99 Point ninety nine percent sure that he's going to the Janet Jackson show, um, which comes here in May. <laughs> he actually was not going. I said I got my ticket, bro. He was like, I'm ninety nine point nine nine percent sure that I'm going. Mm-hmm. So I might run to him man. That's what's up. Um, shout out to um, him and Terry's boy. Shout out to Our Spaces crew, Black Holland, Black Marvel, Khaled Ren. Always, always great. Fucking with Khaled Wren when we talk about um, Cody Rhodes. <laughs> Cody <laughs> Rhodes. It hits the stain for Cody Rhodes. Um, 
Shout out to Miss V, Madame Lizette, Queen Mount Mindy, my wonder twin Jupiter Julep. Um, shout out to Roll Up Sunny. Um, he hit me up um the other day and said some kind words. So um I thank him for that. Um definitely one of the, you know, cool people I I can talk wrestling with and everything. He he um always I'm always telling him on his um he's a fan of um LA Knight. And then um, when he was doing the Max Dupree gimmick, <laughs> he was always, he called, he was calling himself Snacks Dupree, and I was like, and so I was just like, you know, just just clowning him, you know, like we always do on the timeline and everything. Um, shout out to everyone else that that um, with us. Shout out to the OGs, Sam, Greg, Miss Didi Jonay, the lovely Miss Didi Jonay. Telling I'm telling you, don't you see her? She, you, I mean, we haven't hang around with Dee Dee. Dee just just a, a, a wonderful, wonderful person just to hang around with. I ain't, I ain't hang with her in a couple of years though. But just think about past times I didn't hung out with her and everything. Wonderful woman, you know, just a beacon of just beauty and laughs and jokes and everything else. Um, shout out to Mel because Mel always gets shout outs. She had gave me a shout on her part on that podcast. Uh-huh, that's what's up. <laughs> yeah, she gave me a shout because I'm always like talking about you know tweet live tweeting that show and everything, and she gave me a shout out, and I was like, ah. but um, yeah, but shout out just the you know, you know some tough times and everything. Definitely gonna be some t- gonna be a tough couple of weeks for me because this is around the time when my mother you know passed away. So I'm thankful that I have you know my WrestleCast family as well as other. You know, friends across the spectrum. Shout out to Six Foot Apple um, and everything. Um, just I have people around that you know I can you know just laugh with, talk you know different topics, you know sports, wrestling, music, whatever. Just have a good time. But um, WrestleCast definitely been one of my um, just one of my just faves to do and everything. I was I was doing my little twenty twenty two recap and I put in there and I was like I said I said good thing I said good thing that Vince McMahon retired because the WrestleCast almost lost me but um Vince 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 retiring and Sasha and Naomi walking out kind of said uh uh-uh. uh <laughs> that's that was that was the heartbeat that brought me back <laughs> and everything but um. No, but it's like, you know, thank you, Don, just for, you know, just for having that outlet. For, I always thank you for this, you know, for outlet for us to talk wrestling. I love our community. We, you know, very close-knit. We have great conversations, you know, and we, you know, come together just for the love of wrestling and just acting silly and everything. So thank you once again. And I'll see you all on the hashtags. Have a good new year. Thank you, Mo, for those kind words, sir. I definitely appreciate all the efforts and many of uh, hours of watching Monday Night Raw that you endured uh, when it wasn't the best product to review weekly <laughs> on this uh, podcast. So I definitely appreciate you for sticking it, sticking out uh, that rough patch uh, with me and uh, getting to this other side where it's much better uh thank you to miss simi and miss jade for their contributions uh throughout 2022 and looking forward to uh, continuing our 
conversations with them in 2023. Uh, thank you just to everybody who is uh, affiliated with CSPN.us. Shout out to the guys over at the Comic Book Chronicles. They're about to put out their 500th episode. Oh man, uh, this week. So uh, oh, that's 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 a, that's a big uh, accomplishment. Big feat. Shout out to them. Yeah, big <laughs> shout out to those guys. Shout out to Dwayne. Got a chance to catch up with him on uh, New Year's Day, and we got a chance to talk some sports. Uh, you'll hear me in a much more jovial mood than you'll hear me on a dark match as I talk about my team <laughs> um, on that particular episode. Uh, shout out to the ladies of the Forever Young podcast. Yeah, Miss B. Uh, they did a year in review uh, over on the Watch With You uh, podcast that was very well done. They talked about uh, the major stories in wrestling, things they would like to see in wrestling. Uh, All right, I'm gonna get, I get a listen. I saw that in my in my in my feed, and I say I'm gonna give it a listen. But I was listening to um, other stuff. But I'm gonna give them a listen. Always, I give them a run. Yeah, yeah. So uh, shout out to them. Uh, shout out to Black Marvel, Black Howland. Uh, shout out to Kyle that ran the guys who run the spaces and keep that part of our. Uh, our, our uh, engagement going. Um, it was fun to, 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 to dip in with them and talk some of the Night Raw last night. Um, so, you know, just continue to support the show, become a patron over at patreon.com forward slash CSPN Media. Pay to five, get the extra content. Uh, hear me and Miss Simi break down AEW each and every week. Dynamite, you can also hear pre and post show conversations that we have before we record the raw cast smackdown matters uh so there's always good content over there um also go to cspn.us click on the tab that says keep our podcast free do shopping through amazon through cspn and some of our purchase some of your purchase comes back to help keep the podcast free each and every week uh continue to use the hashtag rawcast each and every monday night to share commentary with color with us as we you know, watch Monday Night Raw uh, leading up to this podcast each and every week. So for my co-hosts, Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese, I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and this has been The Rawcast. Please stay tuned for the parting promo. Sadness. It's not a bad thing to be. But it's that cold absence of feeling that's what prison is like. You think I'm playing a game? You think this is a game to me? I served hard time and I survived. Prison changes a man. You guys might think that it's over for me, but uh, I'm just getting started. And mommy, see you soon. Look inside.